Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. And if you are returning to the podcast, I sincerely want to thank you. Thank you for sharing with others, subscribing. Please rate and review. We are starting to go up in the rankings, and then it makes us more searchable for others to receive insights and inspiration from others. So what are we going to talk about this week? You know, we keep picking topics from my top 50, (laughs) and there may be a hundred topics that I see aspiring C-suite leaders are looking to get a handle on. And this week, it is about networking. And oh my, networking (laughs) can be a dirty word because sometimes it's just not comfortable. And that's the pain point we're going to deal with. Networking doesn't have to be uncomfortable. I think what we need is a better framework. And mind you, there are many, many books and resources on excellent networking. And I will say most of them are very good. They are deep rooted in relationship building, relationship building. And that's what we have right now. The mere fact that you have taken the time to connect with me, my insights and inspiration, as well as leaders and experts that we bring on the show, we have built a community for which we are networking. Now, it may be one direction right now where I am reaching out to you and sharing and you are consuming, but that's the first step is just the connection. And hopefully someday you and I will actually meet, have a conversation or engage with something that builds more meaningful connection or we can help each other. But this podcast is really in service to you. So let's get back to networking. (laughs) Oh my, it is hard. It is really hard. But I want to be able to give you a framework for which you can apply to your situation And when I talk about you, I'm talking to the person who is an aspiring C-suite leader. That's where my passion lies. But I will find if you are in corporate, and again, I have did many, many years in corporate, 25 to 30 years, for which I did realize networking was helpful, and I'll explain why, but especially helpful once you get on the outside. If you are working for yourself, the network potentially is more meaningful. And so... If this is you, please stick around for a few more minutes. I just want to be able to give you what I believe are those things that are going to help you be successful. But let me just share a few stories so you can understand my career journey and where I found that networking was sometimes a matter of survival, but ultimately, rather than being something that's a survival thing, something that you can take advantage of and creates opportunity for you. So You hear me often talk about the drop-in CEO. Well, I mean, that is my brand. But honestly, throughout my career, I have dropped in (laughs) to situations that are amazingly chaotic. (laughs) And I'm up for it. That's what I do. I run into the fire. 
but I try to quickly extinguish the fire and create a stable foundation so we can do the work we need. So I remember being dropped into as the vice president of quality and oh my, there were so many customer complaints and my colleagues in the sales or commercial arena were constantly calling me. Deb, what are we going to do about this? How fast can we get the results? It was chaos and it was urgent. And so obviously, the first thing you need to do is address the pain points. And in order to get control of your situation, I found that reaching out to stakeholders that were extremely noisy, but noisy is good, noisy or squeaky wheels get the attention. I did spend time not only mitigating the issue that we were having, but taking advantage of the chaos and trying to get things under control to build meaningful relationships and ultimately collaborators, because I'll tell you, once things were less noisy, I was keeping them informed of things being in control. The next phone call I got was, hey, we're starting to court a new customer relationship. We'd love to collaborate with you on how to best position our message. Oh. <laughs> Talk about going from chaos to control, the power of the networking with noisy stakeholders. Now, let's talk about another thing that could be happening. So what if you were transitioning? You left a role. You were let go from a role. You wanted to start your own business. This was me three and a half years ago. So where do I go? LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn is a great place for me. You may have professional networking groups, but once you're on the outside of corporate, I have found that sometimes unless you have cultivated amazing relationships on the inside or perhaps in your professional organizations, it is crickets, crickets. It was crickets for me, honestly. And I really wasn't getting what I needed in terms of people saying, hey, we're here to help. So I reached out to first and second degree contacts in my network. And honestly, I worked hard. <laughs> That's what all I did. I'd say 40 hours a week because sometimes when we start our own business, we say, let me get my business cards. Let's get that website. Let's hang our sign out on the shingles and let's just get going. Let me get my PowerPoint. Let me get my training materials. And you know what? I said, this is futile if I have no customers. So I put all that work aside and decided to network. And I will say through a lot of hard work and some word of mouth, within the first six months, I did get three consulting gigs. And so I am grateful. Cultivate your first and second degree connections that will start the ball moving. But I'll tell you, never stop networking because the moment you do and business dries up, you wish you had. And so the next area that I sought possible connection was in a professional organization for which was in my industry. And I hate, <laughs> I hated going to in-person networking events because I think at that time I didn't have what I stood for. And if you listen to one of my earlier podcasts, I talk about presence. Presence, what does it mean? <laughs> I gave you a framework. Presence starts with a foundation. What are those things that you say and mean and show up every single time you walk into a room or virtual room? It is your physical presence in your voice and how you look and how you show up in your energy. Lastly, how you are dressed. And finally, the content. When somebody does ask for information or you're asked to go detail into what is it you do, make sure you have your best content, your best stories available, because ultimately, 
you want to be able to make those stories and those connections with your people. So I went to this networking event with the intention if I was going to work the room and hand my business card out to three people. And I did it. And it was hard making small talk with people. But at the end of the night, I did exactly that because I set some goals in mind. And then I was approached by somebody and said, we really, really like you. We think you would be an excellent ad to our board. So you never know what networking may lead to you. And finally, finally, I think that most thing that's important that I have found out is where to fish. Where to fish, meaning where should you network? So if you are going out and don't have a particular organization that you're associated with, and you're finding them, and you're you're stepping into everybody's pond and other people's communities, it is hard work. You have to find the right pond or fish to find in order to find your people that you can network with and who will be good referral partners or people that have your back. It is hard. It is hard. And one thing that I found, and maybe I wasn't good at it, was that all these different meetings that I went to to connect with people and have one-on-ones really at the end of the day only had about a 5% ROI, meaning did we even have a second conversation? You only have one life to live. You have seconds, days, weeks, hours on this earth. Make sure that when you make these connections, again, be open to the possibility you never know who you might meet that will lead you to somebody, that will lead you to somebody, that will lead you to somebody. Did I say would lead you to somebody that might actually be somebody that you can have a great opportunity with and collaborate and perhaps do business or get a job? You never know. But you have to work hard at it because it's only, in my mind, about a 5% ROI. What I have found, and I will share with you in a bit, is really build your own platform. Build your own community. I don't know, fill your own pond with the fish that you want to associate with. Because I will tell you, when I did that, when I created my own communities, the ROI is 15% or higher. Now, don't quote me on that. I haven't done a lot of statistical analysis on that. I don't think that's what this is about. But ultimately, for you, the time that you have on this earth, you want to make sure that you spend it with people that you really get and you enjoy their company. And ultimately, you have each other's back. So consider building your own community. And I will go into that in more depth in a moment. But those are some of my stories. And I, it's not all about me. But I think what it's important is to share that I, too, have struggled along the way. I have found what has and has not worked. And so this is in service to you because I truly care about you and you finding your success. I'd like to share with you what I think is a good framework. You can enrich it, but a framework for you to think about when you start setting up your networking to achieve your goals. So first and foremost, get your device out, get your pen and paper out, and let's just internalize this. So first, here's the framework. You got to establish your goals. Goals, number one, don't just go to a networking event without goals. Understand what your goals are for each event or encounter or connection. But overall, what is the overall goal of networking for you? What are you trying to achieve? The first place, this is item number two, seek relationships that need to close a pain point. Your pain point, their pain point, a community pain point. Go there. Because usually there's a sense of urgency that something needs to be resolved for which connection and relationships sometimes are thrown together, but often they can be a lasting impact. Third, seek relationships that feed an opportunity or passion of yours. 
Obviously, go where your strengths are. There are common areas of interest. That is another area. But the fourth one, consider building your own platform to build those relationships versus somebody else's. And lastly, five, don't forget presence. When you show up, you need to know what you stand for. You need to look the part, sound the part, be the part so they're not confused over how you look, how you sound, and what you say. And then finally, be ready with the content, as I talked about in my episode on presence. So let's put this into practice for you. When we talk about establishing goals, what do you need now? But even more importantly, in the future, because if you're only in the now, that may be one set of people that you connect with. But if you think about your future, where do you want to go? Those are the people you need to be networking now because it can take three, six, nine months to establish a relationship that is meaningful. So if you're in business, potentially your salespeople, your HR business partners, legal people, people that you need to know, especially if you're in a situation, but also what are your goals? Are you looking for career advancement? Are you looking to connect with higher up people? Are you looking for coaches? referral partners, and valuable resources. Establish your goals. Next, (laughs) relationships where there are pain points. Again, I said when we throw people together under a sense of urgency, sometimes we force relationships, but sometimes they can be lasting. So, of course, when you are in a corporate role, wherever the people are the noisiest, don't just address them head on, pull them aside, get to know them, Seek to understand why they are so noisy. Get through the crisis. They may now become your best friend and advocate. Your legal department, corporate communications, HR. Often they show up when there is a problem. Let's start establishing relationships with those people before there is a problem. But just know those relationships, once the problem is over, are worth cultivating because you had a common history together. You just never know when you may need to pull on them again in good times. So what about those that are part of your future and opportunity or passion? What this means is seeking relationships with like-minded people, communities of your professional organizations from your industry, but I might say to go outside your industry. I am part of the American Society for Quality. I am also part of Women in Flavor and Fragrance Commerce. They are within my industries or areas of interest, by having common experiences, we naturally can easily build community. But I would suggest go find a community that you don't know anybody that's outside of your comfort zone. Join them because you may get a fresh perspective on your value. They may become amazing resources because you're interesting and you're not from their industry. Those could be great people to network with as well. And lastly, build your own platform. Start a volleyball team, start a baseball team, invite people to your home from your neighborhood or business, your alumni group, form an after hours group, maybe with people in your business. But also, if you're in business for yourself, have your own webinars. Don't be chasing those people to be part of theirs. If it happens, if you are invited to be on a panel, if you are invited to be on somebody else's webinar, kudos, but do you realize That takes a lot of hard work and it's a space on building those relationships that I told you early on, those that address the opportunity. But you could, if you're in business, have your own webinar, create your own summit. And what I have done that's worked really well, as you can see, I'm an advocate of podcasting. I have found the greatest relationships, advocates, coaches, mentors of mine 
and people I can potentially do business with have been on my terms on this platform, the one that you listen to week after week, those are the people that are now part of my network and I can build upon. And if you're having a particular issue, just ask Deb. (laughs) I know some people that might be able to help you. So I can be an amazing resource for you as well. And finally, when I do show up, you know I'm the drop-in CEO. I drop into organizations, assess the landscape, help busy suite executives, partner with them, address the issue, and elevate people and also the aspiring C-suite leader. These are my foundational principles because I want to help these leaders so they don't have to struggle like myself. And when I show up, I look a certain way. I have the presence. I am confident. And you have seen that and have heard that as well evolve over the years. It's important as well as my content. And that is why I'm serving you today. I'm hoping this content is helpful for you. It's all part of presence. So the framework is yours to have in terms of networking. Establish your goals, potentially seek those opportunities where there are areas of pain, but certainly seek those relationships that feed opportunity or your passion. Consider doing it on your own terms and on your own platform and make sure that your presence is seen, heard, and respected. And so this brings me to the end of this conversation shortly, and I want you to kind of sit back breathe a little bit, think about your situation. Networking, do you think you do it well or is it an opportunity for improvement? What could you change? What could you add? What's missing from you seeking your goals? And again, remember, you have to write down your goals first. And what can networking do for you? Because so often we are busy in our day-to-day and we never take 5 or 10% of our time to think about the future. But this podcast, and a few moments after we're done talking today, or you listening, but hopefully we engage in conversation, take five minutes of your time and think about what are your goals? Should you be networking? How could networking help you, if not now, in the future? Because the worst thing that you need to have happen to you is when you're forced into a situation from which you don't have a network, and then you have to build one. I hope that will not be you and you're proactive about building a network for the future. And so I am so glad that you have joined me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO podcast, where we help people like CEOs or aspiring C-suite leaders to get control of their career and their business situation. If you like this episode, please take advantage of my other offers. Go to the dropinceo.com website where you will be seeing the book, the blog, other episodes of this podcast and also coming up, the C-Suite Academy for Aspiring C-Suite Leaders. We're launching our next cohort in April. We hope that you find this valuable. Reach out to me. I can share more about that because I honestly, at the end of the day, just want to help you. I just want to help you struggle less, help you with your career goals. And again, just be who you need to be because again, I see you. I've heard from you. There are so many out there struggling and you don't have to struggle alone. All I want to do is see you have continued success. So again, I want to thank you again from the drop-in CEO. Have a fantastic day. And again, thank you for joining us on another episode of this podcast. And I do hope it was helpful to you. Be well. Thank you for listening to the drop-in CEO podcast. My new book, The CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. 
If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.